Stop making human beings your source. Nobody can be your source forever. Embrace the law of seed time and harvest. That is the only law that makes God your source. One day your uncle will die. One day your political party will not be in power. Embrace the law. If you complain, it don't exist forever. But God lives forever. God exists forever. So he said, as long as the earth remains, this thing says 6,000 years ago, everybody teach your children not to depend on you. Tell your children, you should learn how to sow. They should learn how to give tithe. You will not be there all the time. Reverend Dr. Kojo Bempa is the senior pastor of Holy Hill Chapel Assemblies of God Church, a thriving and cutting-edge ministry in the city of Accra. Reverend Bempa is a multi-gifted international preacher, teacher, healing minister, and best-selling author. A graduate of KNUSC and Gempa, he also holds a master's degree in missions and Christian education from the Assemblies of God Graduate School of Theology in Lome, Togo. His inextinguishable passion for the youth has taken him to almost all tertiary institutions in Ghana, ministering the word of God. A trailblazer and a revivalist with infallible proofs all around in ministry. His profound sense of honor and association with great men of God like Pastor Mensah Otobel, Bishop Doug Howard Mills, and Pastor Chris Oyakilome, among others, has placed him in a position of great respect in the global ministerial front. Today, we are honored and privileged to have this kingdom enigma and asset joining us to honor our prophet, Reverend Eric Hehemeku. Ladies and gentlemen, with open heaven temple joy and standing ovation, shall we receive the senior pastor of Holy Hill Chapel Assemblies of God, Reverend Dr. Kojo Bempa. We are glad to host you, sir. What a blessing. Lift your hands and begin to thank the Lord. The more thankful you are, the more your tank gets full. So as you are thanking God today, God is going to fill your tank and make it more full. Let's thank God for our pastor, a man of God that came to this area and look at how he has turned this place into a paradise. Lift your hands and thank God. Father, we thank you today. We bless you. We honor you. We give you glory. We thank you. We thank you. Glory, glory, glory to
we bless you for the opportunity to be alive. The Bible said a man can receive nothing except it is given to him from heaven. We want to thank you for dropping your servant in this part of the city and causing him to be a blessing to men. Thank you for ICGC. Thank you for every leader, our instrumentalists, our choristers. Thank you for these beautiful people. Thank you for this beautiful church. Thank you for this wonderful edifice. Father, we thank you. Honor us and bless us today. And take everyone to next level blessing. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Let every living ICGC member shout the biggest. Amen. Now, as we are standing on our feet, we want to honor God's servant. Honor is reciprocal. The Bible said that those that honor me, I will honor. When God honors a man, nobody can dishonor him. And when God dishonors a man, you can decorate him with gold. He will still, he will still look tattered. So the honor that comes from God is very important. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a man here that God has honored. Put your hands together. Let's honor our pastor, Apostle, <laughs> Dr. Eric, and the whole family. We thank God for their life, and we bless God. Now, most of the time you see people talking about grace, but grace is a human being. No, you see people saying grace, grace, but you see the Bible said that Jesus is full of grace and truth. So the grace is a human being. That's why to get into any grace, you have to tap into a man. You cannot claim grace from the atmosphere. Grace is a human being. You want to walk in miracles, signs and wonders, find a man of God that carried that grace. You can't invent anything because there is nothing new under the sun. And look at what the grace of God has done in this place. I came here with him. Nobody was here to survey. And as I came today, I see a paradise. Put your hands together for the man of God. Even if, now look at something. Somebody may say, oh, maybe it's, it's money that has done this thing. It's not money. Africa, they've given us a lot of money. And yet, we are still driving through potholes. So it's not about the money. It is about the man. It is about the man. And so, many, many people, if you give them that money, they can't build anything like this. They can't, they can't put us in such a, a plush environment. We thank God, sir, for your life. And we pray that the grace of God will increase and take you higher and 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 higher. Well, sit on the neck of your enemies. We thank God for Akesa's life, apostle of music, and my great instrumentalist, and everybody that is here. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Pastor Eric's Appreciation Day. And some of us call it Galatians 6, 6 Sunday. What is in Galatians 6, 6? It says, let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Every command of scripture makes you a commander over circumstance. Anytime God speaks, it's a command. When you imbibe it and you walk with it, you become a commander over circumstance. Every instruction of scripture is for your construction. So there is no instruction in scripture that is for somebody. Once you obey it and you do it, it constructs your life. Every demand of scripture is for your profiting. Now you see, when you see it like that, 
You don't do anything in church like you are doing it for somebody because when you are doing for somebody, you are not motivated. But when you are doing for yourself, you are automatically motivated. So today, what kind of instruction is going to construct our destinies today? God's word give us keys to open our destinies up. And one of the keys that we need for the prosperity of every believer is what I call the law of seed time and harvest. Genesis 8, 22. He said, as long as the earth remaineth, in other words, once we still live on this earth, for any man to see prosperity, for any man to see glory, for any man to be blessed, you must subscribe to this law. He said, once the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. Seed time and harvest. The first time I got my first $1,000 many years ago. How did I get a $1,000? I was standing in front of my office at that time. The church had started very cool place. We were at y, YW, YMCA. I'm standing there one early Monday morning. And a gentleman was passing by. And he said to me that, do you know it is this man of God's birthday? The man was not in Ghana. He's in Nigeria. I said, so when are you going? He said, I'm going tomorrow. I said, okay. I don't, have, I don't have any money with me. I have these few cities. Enter into this forest bureau and change it into a dollar. When you go, drop it for me. The man doesn't know me. The man doesn't know I've ever dropped money. And I said, if you go, he said, man of God, I'm going to, eat. I'm going to add it to my money so that my, my destiny will go up. I said, but God knows it's my money that I've given it to you. So I gave him that money. We changed it. Just $100. It was Monday. Wednesday, I sat in a car. Those days, this American Ford going to Kumasi. And I had a call. And the person said, man of God, where are you? I said, I'm sitting in a car. I'm going to Kumasi. He said, uh, can I see you? I said, no, I'm going to be back in three days time. But is there anybody in your office? I said, yes. He said, the Lord spoke to me yesterday night. Remember, I gave the seed in the morning. The Lord spoke to me yesterday night to drop $1,000 into your ministry. At that time, we have started. $1,000 was big money. So I came back and my secretary gave me the brown envelope and I said, where is the man that dropped this? He said, I don't know the man. He quickly ran to this place and dropped the envelope. Up to today, I don't know who dropped that envelope. It was an angel of God that responded to my $100 and gave me my first $1,000. Now listen to me. What we are about today is not for this man. It's for you. See so. Now one of the channels of seed time and harvest that can take anybody from scarcity and want into abundance is giving to your prophet. Everyone who wants to be free from scarcity and walk into abundance must embrace this instruction. Why? The law of seed time and harvest have multiple channels. Titan, first fruit, water. But one of the major channels is giving to your prophet. And so it is a privilege to explore and engage today's prophet's offering for your own lifting. Galatians 6, as I just quoted it. Let him that is taught communicate unto him that teacher in all good things. Now the word communicate means to share. So all the teachings that the man of God have given us, all the prayers, all the oil, 
all the powerful declarations, it's now time. Every Sunday, every weekday, he has opportunity to share the grace that God has given him. Now it's now time for us to tap into that grace. Because the man of God is like an ATM machine. Now many Christians don't have problem giving to God, but they have problem giving to a man of God. But what they don't know is that they are disobeying a certain scripture that can take them from the ground into a very high place. Now, Deuteronomy 12, 19, God help me to see this scripture. Deuteronomy 12, 19 says, Do not forget, he said, take heed to thyself, that thou forsake not the Levite as long as thou liveth upon the earth. So, who is the Levite? It's your teaching priest. It's your prophet. Don't forget him. There are many people who come to church. If Pastor Eric have not experienced it, we have experienced maybe the people here are different type of Christians. When they came, they have nothing. God blesses them. They've forgotten that God used a man to minister to them. Now, when you forget sectains, the Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget. So those who forget are sinning. It said God does not forget. So today, I want all of you to remind yourself, when you came to this church, how were you looking like? Have you been blessed? Some came without husbands, today they have. Some came without children, today they have. I guess he's just telling us about the man of God just seen through the realms of the spirit. He said, hey, I see two children coming. He was not there, but they came. How we have been blessed. Some of us didn't even know how to dress, my God. As we came to church, through the teaching, we are blessed. Look at where we are sitting. So many blessings. And so he says, do not forget the priest. And this is what brings us to a place of honor. What then is honor your prophet? Malachi 1.6. Malachi 1 says. Now, the prophet of God is like a father to you. Why? He carries grace. And grace only moves from fathers to sons and daughters. Sometimes in many churches, the people see themselves as pastor and congregation. But you see, in the Bible, the Bible teaches about fathers and sons and daughters. Why is it so? You can only carry the DNA of your father, not a friend. So as we are in the church, don't see your pastor as a friend. Don't see him as a classmate. If you see him like that, the grace on him can never pass to you. You can only carry the DNA of a father. When you cut your children, you only see it's only children that carry the DNA of a father. So we see the man of God as a father, no matter your age. The man of God is your father. So Malachi says that a son honored his father. And a servant is master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? So fathers are not supposed to be advised. Fathers are not supposed to be criticized. Fathers are not supposed to be discussed. Fathers are supposed to be honored. I'm preaching scriptures. I'm not preaching human opinion. Put your hands together for the Lord. So today, we have come to honor a father. Now, what does it mean to honor a father? It is giving something precious and costly to appreciate your man of God. Now when they say honor your prophet, what does it mean? Giving something precious and costly to appreciate your man of God to provoke heaven's order of blessing, not the earthly one. Heaven's order of blessing. In Mark chapter 14 verse 3, 
we saw a woman came with an alabaster box and it broke. He, he used it to honor Jesus. Some people complain. Sometimes people feel that, oh, the man of God has too much. Why must we honor him? You see, what you don't know is that he who is down cannot take you up. It takes somebody who is up to lift you up. So when God blesses the man of God, when God lifts him, then everybody can tap into that grace because the man is up. When we tap into the grace upon his life, then all of us are going up. And I see that this week, many of you are going up in your finances, going up in your business. Many strange things are going to happen. 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 8 to 16. 1 Kings 17, 8 to 16. We saw a woman who was about to eat his last meal to die. And look at how God rescued the woman. He said, Mama, he said to the prophet, Rise up and go to Zarephath. I have commanded a widow woman to sustain you there. So, sometimes, people who are even very low, low, God can use them to sustain a high man. The man of God got there. Why did God send the prophet? The prophet was not hungry. He was experiencing supernatural provision. And God said, no, this woman is going to die. He needs to tap and attach herself to your prophetic apron. So the woman got there, the man of God got there, and he, he saw the woman. He said, Mama, what are you doing? He said, Man of God, I and my child, there is no food in the house. We are about to eat our last meal and die. And the prophet said, No. I carry rivers of living waters inside me. If you give me what you call your last, it will never be your last. It will be, it will be the beginning of greater things, new things, and multiple blessings to come. So in verse 13, he said, give it to me first. Mama, if you eat it, you will die. But if you give it to me, you will connect to heaven's order of blessings. The Bible said the woman quickly went, gathered the blessing, and honored the man of God first. Then the man of God said in verse 14, as long as the Lord liveth, he said, the barrel of meal shall not waste. The cruise of oil will not fail. Until the day that the Lord sended rain upon the earth. Now, God was sustaining the prophet. And was also sustaining the woman who connected by honoring the prophet. So when you honor a prophet, whatever sustains him will sustain him. Whatever will lift you will lift him. Whatever will bless him will bless you. So everybody, you know, in a church, you can just be a member. But there are people who look like sons and daughters. The church are two categories for people. I don't want you to belong to the other group. I'm just a member. I don't care about what they do. No. Be a son of the man of God. Be a daughter of the man of God. That is how virtue flows. One day, I was asking the Lord. I said, why are so many pastors poor? He said, the pastors are poor because every pastor must have a pastor. I said, what is that? He said, as members have pastors, so every pastor must have a pastor. And I, I said, Lord, what is the connection? He said, so that virtue can flow, grace can flow. So anybody who doesn't sow into the life of another higher man of God can never go high in life. I said, my God, what a revelation. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20. Believe in God. This is where many church members have problems. Believe in God. A 
and you will be established. Okay, I believe in God. I've been baptized. I speak in tongues. I'm established. Everybody knows this is where I go to church. Now, it is not finished. There are three reasons why you must prosper. Number one, you must be a promoter of the gospel. Number two, you must help others. And number three, you must fulfill God's assignment for your life. And all these things take money to do. How will the money come? He said, believe in God and he shall be established. Believe his prophets. Why will God connect the prosperity of the church to prophets? He said, believe his prophets and he shall prosper. Why? Because you see, behind many people's poverty are spiritual resistance. Poverty is a spirit. So just working normal cannot break it. Most of the people you people see during the day wearing tie, I am CEO, I am this, this. In the night, they cover themselves with red calico. They belong to secret societies. Because even in the realm of the Gentiles, they believe a man cannot make it without spiritual background. That's why almost all the top, top, top notch people in business belong to one secret society or not, but they won't tell you. They won't tell you because it takes a spirit to break the spirit of poverty. So why did he connect the prosperity of the believer to the man of God? The man of God is anointed and it is the anointing that breaks the yoke. So when you sow into anointings, when you sow into and that word, believe his prophet and you shall prosper, is the word shalak. Shalak means to break forth like waters. It's like a pipe. And some of you, after today's service, your finances will break forth. Your business will break forth. Your marriage will break forth. Something supernatural will break forth in your life. Give the Lord a shout of praise in this place. So I'm going to give some of my, some I have some. I, I have to use testimonies to explain what I'm saying. Now, in Hebrews 7, 7, if you don't hear anything, put these two scriptures that Galatians says, Hebrews 7, 7. It said, and without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. Without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. So we started ministry, we didn't know what we were doing. And one day, myself and two other pastors, I said to them, Charlie, we need some grace on our life. We need some supernatural on our natural so let's go. So we flew from Ghana to visit a man of God. It was just to give him a seed and come back. No prayer, no nothing. So we flew to this place. We went there. We asked, where is the man of God? He said, oh, the man of God is in a meeting. He's going to finish in um, five hours time. I said, no, 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 no. Our flight back to Ghana is 3 p.m. We got to see him. We move here. Protocol with suckers. They suck us seven different times. Move here. Move here. Move here. No matter how they shifted us, I said to the guys, we are not going. Until we see this man because we need the grace of prosperity upon his life. After the seventh time, the leader of the protocol said, said, where are you coming from? We said, we are from Ghana. He said, I'm also a Ghanaian, but nobody here knows I'm a Ghanaian. I'm going to help you. Stand here, the man of God is going to come. Fifteen minutes later, the man of God came from the meeting that he was doing. What did, you see, we are pastors. So what did we do? We dive on the floor. It was one hot afternoon. We needed grace. Some of you, the grace, you, you see, you are praying. You have done so many things. But today you need the grace of the prophet to lift you up from the place where you are. We dive on the floor. And then at that time, my, my, my greatest seed to this man of God was just $1,500. We 
we have just started. It's not today. So I took the money and I said, Sir, we came to honor you. He laid his hands. Peace, peace, peace. We were praying. When we landed at the airport, one received a piece of gold. Another one received a house. The other one received a car within one week. Just the man of God saying, peace. But and yet we are actual prayer warriors. We can climb the mountain and pray for 12 hours. Yet prosperity eluded us until we began to tap into the mantle of the prophet. Today, as you honor your man of God, somebody barry will give birth to triplets, triplets, triplets. Today, as you honor your man of God, somebody without a job is going to land a miracle job. Something miraculous is going to happen to you. Now the church has started. We are looking for a land. Our church is in circle behind the Ghana Commercial Bank Tower. How are we going to, how are we going to get a land in the middle of the city? My God, we were trying to search here, search here, search here, search here. So I asked the Lord, how am I going to get a land? He said, honor a man of God. That's 2000, I think 2014 or some place. So I said to my, please run around everywhere and get me $3,000. Many years ago. So the lady ran, ran, and he brought this $3,000. I went and I gave it to the man of God. Even the man of God, I couldn't see him. I gave it to the protocol to give it to him. That was Wednesday. So by Tuesday, I've returned from Kumasi. And I'm sitting in my bedroom like this. Like this. It's an encounter. I'm sitting down there. And what am I doing? I'm thinking, the money I gave to the protocol, did they give it to the pastor? Because that's my problem now. If this man didn't give it to him, $3,000, it's finished. So I'm thinking like this. Tuesday, 7.25 in the morning. And when you are thinking about your seed, you can't sleep. So I'm thinking, uh, all of a sudden, listen to me. The room wall opened up. You know, I'm sitting here. My door is at my back. And the wall, the concrete wall, it opened. And I saw somebody wearing three-piece boo-boo like Pastor Eric is wearing. Coming from the wall. I can't see his face, but I can see the shape. Walking to it. Then he came and stood in front of me like this. I saw the, the smallest anointing oil bottle I've ever seen in my life. The man brought a little bottle like this. He said, take this. This is the receipt of the money you sold to my servant. And from today... Somebody say from today. Some of you, your today will be that today. From, from today. It is not everybody in East Legon who, who, who looks like East Legon. Don't let the name deceive you. From today. Since that day up today, I don't go one day without money. It will come from anywhere. Sometimes I'm sitting in a plane in the top. I don't know anybody in the plane. By the time I come, they say somebody dropped money for you in the air. So it's not only answering on earth. It's answering everywhere. Today, something will answer for you. Now, let me warn you. Never say there is no money. There's too much plenty money. The problem is the wiring and the transfer. And the Bible said in the throne of me, he said, remember the Lord, I will tell you that giveth him power. 
It takes power to move money. That is why those who don't go to church are killing their mothers, killing their sisters. Because money will never move until there is power. But I know there is a powerful anointing on this servant of God. If you can honor him, somebody says something will move today. Something will shift today. Something will move today. That was the, that's how we got that land. That $3,000. They told us that the land, a certain politician has gotten it. The people said, as a church, you don't have money. I said, shut up, don't talk like that. The church is richer than any organization because our father owns the silver and the gold. He said, the silver is mine and the gold is mine. A good father can say that. The silver is mine, the gold is mine. The man didn't come. The family later came to us. And then today, that's where we are. We got one. Now the land is one acre in, in, in Kwame Nkrumah Circle. It started and never stopped. Some of you, some prosperity and nothing is about to hit your life today. And it will never stop. And it will continue higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. So it's important. Then I met a friend of mine. Look at, listen to, my friend is also a prophet. This my friend went to America to buy a house because he goes there often with $20,000. He is a, a joke. He combed the whole city one month. He couldn't get a house. When in his frustration coming to Ghana, the Lord said to him, that $20,000, go give it to your pastor. You're a man of God. So he landed in Kotoka. Went straight for this man. And the man said, come to my bedroom. He got it. You know, he was angry that his capital seed money for a house. So he threw the $20,000 on the floor. And the man of God said to him, whatever you wanted to do with this money that you have used to honor me, may God call somebody to do it for you. In his frustration, he came back to Ghana sitting there somewhere. And a family he knew in America called him. They said, we want you to come and see a house. He said, no, 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 no. I don't have money. The money I wanted to use to buy the house. Please, don't call me about the house anymore. Then the people call again after three days. They say, okay, we are not calling you to come and see a house. We want you to come and see a house that we have bought for ourselves. So, the bottom business class ticket, he flew there. The house was costing $320,000. So, he got there. They rejoiced. They thanked God. And then, he took his oil and anointed the house for them. When he finished and he was about to step up, the man said, please, stay. Stand here. He said, please, the house is for you. It's not for us. The house is for you. He said, ah, are you joking? And then they handed over to him a brown envelope. And they said, we also have $20,000 inside this envelope for you. Take it, use it. When you are going, use it for shopping. Now remember, the seed money he wanted to use to buy the house was $20,000. God gave him a house, $320,000, and gave him the $20,000 cities back for shopping. I don't know where your finances have reached, but today something supernatural is going to come upon your natural. Something supernatural is going to happen to somebody. To honor your prophet when I finish sixth form. Today some people say we are using some spirit to get money. It's not spirit. It's the spirit of God. It's not what we are telling you. I went to the church. I just came from school. I don't know. When I got there, they said, oh, our pastor was an old man. They said, today is honor your prophet. Little boy, student. And the man started raising the funds from 1500 today. That was all the money. All my national service money. I've kept it. And I've, I've come to the church that after church, I'm going for Sunday shopping. I will buy briefcase. 
made in Spain shoe, gold watch. I have the list inside my pocket. Then the man of God said, who is going to give 1,500? The, the biggest businessman in the church by then stood up. And the spirit said to me, you are not as big as this man, but I want to make you bigger than the man. Stand up. I said, Lord, this is all my money. He said, this is all I ask. This is all my money. He said, this is all I ask. So I stood there. I, I, I stood somewhere. The quarry says at, at my back. And I heard them say, this small boy, what does he think we are doing? Does he think we are joking? They didn't know that I was dying whilst I was standing there. I gave all the money. After church, instead of going for shopping, I returned back home. But today, that gold watch that I was going to buy, how much was it going to cost? All the money is, maybe the gold watch was going to 50 CD gold watch. But I wake up one day, somebody bought me a Rolex for $30,000. You see the seed I sow. Anybody that deceive you to tell you that honoring your prophet is for the man of God has not read the Bible. This is an ATM machine standing. You just slaughter in your card. Something will come out. I say something will come out. I say something will come out of it. Something will come out. How do you honor a man of God? Number one, he said give them double honor. Everybody say double honor. So I don't know what you brought today. Double it. Double honor. First Timothy 5, 17 and 18. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. Especially they who labor in word and doctrine. So maybe you came, you decided to give your pastor 10,000. Make it 20. Double honor. Give them double honor. Their respect double. Everything double. Not lip service. Give them double honor. Number two. Give them seeds from your harvest. Whatever you have harvested, share with the man of God. First Timothy 5.18. First Timothy 5.18. For the scripture saying, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treaded out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. The laborer is worthy of his reward. One of my sons, I think somewhere in November, we were doing um, Honor Your Prophet. Just then he came to my office, and then he gave me a check. When I look, it was 100,000. 100, so I pray for him. That's Sunday afternoon, 2.35. By Monday, 3.50, 12 hours later, 5 million Ghana City has hit his bank account. My God. My God. Where did the money come from? Downloaded from heaven. I pray for somebody here. That today before 6 p.m., 6 p.m., just before 6 p.m., something you have never imagined will hit your bank account and change your story forever and turn your situation around forever and cause you to dance without music and without instruments. This, that's what Pastor, you see, the church is a supernatural place. We don't work for everything. Every believer that works for everything is under some kind of curse. Romans 8.32 says that, for God, who did not withhold his only begotten son from us, how will he not also freely give us all things? Somebody will give you a free car to drive this year. Somebody will give you a free plot of land this year. Let your aiming be bigger. If you are one of them expecting such a thing to happen. Somebody, that is the church. It is supernatural. We don't work for all things. Romans 8.32. Every child of God is ordained to enjoy free things. You know, he does spend on his own son. But deliver him for us all. How shall he not also with him freely give us all things? So as a child of God, you don't buy everything. 
If everything you struggle to buy, you are sweating in life. But today, I bring you to the company of people who enjoy free marriage, who enjoy free children, who enjoy freelance, who enjoy free cars, who enjoy things that are given freely. Things that are given freely. Number three, he said, esteem them very highly. On your scale of respect, put your pastor number one. First Thessalonians 5.13. He said, and to esteem them very highly in love for their worst sakes. And be at peace amongst yourself. Be at peace amongst yourself. How do you honor your man of God? Number four, share with him out of your material substance. In money and in goods. Galatians 6 says, let him that is taught in the word. Communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Why must I honor my man of God? My God, he said without all contradiction, Hebrews 7, 7. The less is blessed of the better. I'm expecting some of you to give him cars today. Some of you to give your plot of land. Maybe that is all the land you have. One plot. You give to the man of God. The next time you see 10 acres for you. Because everything you drop into the hands of a man of God will multiply. Will multiply. The main purpose of honoring God's servant is that number one, we are commanded to do so. We are commanded to do so. And I said, when you obey a command, you become a commander. God makes you a commander over poverty. Poverty no go enter your house this year, 2022. Let him that is taught. It's a command. Everybody, little children, nobody here to, to exempt himself. Today is honoring your man of God. It's a command from God. Every man of God, I don't have anything. Give your last. Something will break in your life. Give your last. Something will change in your life. Give your life. Something will break in your life. How do you do it? Now, when we got to London, then we, the people told us that, okay, uh, you have so, 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 so date to pay. I have never borrowed before for church. No. So everything, ragged faith. Ragged faith. So I said, Lord, how are we going to pay for this land within the time they've given us? He pointed to me a Toyota Land Cruiser that we have. Say, take this land cruiser, give it to that pastor. All my givings are to men of God because they carry some oil. So I went to this man of God and I said, Sir, I brought you a hamper. He said, Take my khaki. I said, No, the hamper can't enter your car boot. He was using one jalopy Toyota Tassa. So I, I brought him down. He said, Where is the hamper? I said, Sit in this guy's we were talking. I said, This is the hamper. Oh, the man began to vomit blessings. The man began to vomit blessings. That week and the week following. How we pay for that landing circle, only heaven can show me the video. Only heaven can show me the video. There are some of you here, God is about to surprise you after today, after today, after today, after today. That was the first Toyota Land Cruiser in the church. Today there are cruises in the church. There are cruises in the church. Why? Anything you give multiplies. Whatever you keep diminishes. You don't lack what you give. You only lack what you keep. So you can multiply your resources today. Why must we honor our pastor? Because it connects you to the grace upon his life. There is no one that a pastor carries some uncommon grace. Philippians 1.7 He said, you are all partakers of my grace. There is a grace that can change you. Some of you have worked and worked and worked on work, but you see, 
The grace on a man of God can change you in a moment. In a moment. In a moment. Can change you in a moment. So we need that grace upon his life. And we have come here to tap into that grace. We have come here to connect to that grace. Here are all. Today, by the time we share the grace, may everybody carry the grace on his pastor back home. Grace. Grace on his pastor back home. Number three, it connects you to miracles of breakthrough. Miracles. When you honor your man of God, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 to 17, we saw the woman of Zarephath. He has no child. Honor brings you all kinds of miracles, not only financial. He has no child. He said to the husband, you see, those, those Old Testament guys, I, I just read, I read from this man, David Green, the biblical millionaire, one of his books. He said, in the 1930s, when there was scarcity of money, the church gave 3.2% of their income to God. But even now that God has given us more resources, we give 2.3. So it means that the modern day church has so much resources, but their giving is very low. But I see your giving lifted to a higher level and level and level because the higher your giving, the higher your harvest. And he said, let's build him a house so that any time he passes by. Now, the Bible tells us that the man, the woman had no child. He has gone from Alpha Beta to Zeta Beta. Move everywhere. He has done everything. And the man of God said, Mama, we have not heard the voice of a child. He said, please don't mention this area. This is a no-go area. He said, Mama, it doesn't matter. Today, I am standing on your prophetic seat. Next year by this time, what has not happened all over the years, the prophet's anointing will bring it to pass. You have a child. The prophet's anointing will bring it to pass. You have a child. And the Bible said, the year following when they came, the woman gave birth to a child. Everyone barring here. Every business barring here. Every company barring here. Today, destiny opens up for you. Destiny opens up for you. Destiny opens up for you. Breakthroughs. Upon breakthroughs. Upon breakthroughs. Happen when you honor your man of God. Number, number four. Proclaim blessings. You know, sometimes a man of God will say, be blessed. But you see, that word connect on different levels. When somebody says, it's like a curse. The Bible says a curse costless will not come. Somebody has not done you anything. You can't just curse him. The same way blessing also works. You can't just be blessed without connection. So we realize that proclaim blessings work on those who have connected through sin. Sorry. Genesis 27. Somebody was about to die. He told his children, go bring me bush meat. When I eat, I will bless you. There were two. One of them went into the bush. He kept so long. And the one who didn't even qualify was the one that brought. Now, I believe that Jacob knew that the guy sitting in front of him was not Esau. Because the Bible said he was able to detect it by the voice. Nevertheless, the seed will not allow him to deny him the blessing. He said the voice is the voice of Jacob, but the body is the body of Esau. And yet the aroma of the food the seed was so dangerous. The man couldn't resist. The Bible said he ate it. And when he finished, he said, my son, come closer to me. He said, may the smell of your body be like a field that the Lord has blessed. And he said, from today, I give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth. 
Whosoever curses you is cursed. And whosoever blesses you is blessed. He said, all your mother's children will bow down to you. And all your father's children. I've lifted you above all of them. Today by your seat, I see God lifting you above your sisters. Lifting you above those in your office. Lifting you higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. My God. One day, one lady in our church, he has just a shop. He brought me 10,000. So I said, what is that? He said, oh, my baby, I just feel like honoring you. 10,000. I said, Lord, do something. For that 10,000 city, the lady now has the biggest shopping mall in Kaneshi. From a kiosk to a shopping mall. I see somebody shifting level from one level, a low level, to a higher level. So when a prophet proclaims blessing, those who connect by sea, the thing works more effective on their life. Sometimes you see somebody, man of God, give me your handkerchief. Man of God. But you see, you need to establish a connection. When you establish a connection, the anointing jumps from him and comes to change things around your life. And finally, prophet's offering connects you to abundance in the midst of scarcity. Now, we, we saw that this woman did not suffer. Everybody was suffering, but the woman did not suffer. Everybody was going through. The woman that gave her last meal to the prophet did not suffer. Why? He connected to the prophet's offering. My God. So, our first land cruiser, we gave it to a pastor. Since then, we've given, given, given. Me alone, I've given 20 cars to pastors and other people. Listen, you are not rich because of what you accumulate to. You are rich because of how many people you have taught. May the Lord deliver you from family riches into generational riches and generational blessings and generational things. My first car, white BMW, I gave it. And I got the Benz, and I gave it. And I got another one, and I gave it. And I got another, and I gave Today, we drive cars like pure water. To some people, it's a mystery. To us, it's not a mystery because we are engaging the law of seed time and harvest. The spirit of poverty over somebody's family is about to be broken today. It's about to be broken today. It's about to be broken today. It's about to be broken today. Last year, I was able to honor one of my spiritual fathers. With, you know... <laughs> I, do, I normally don't want to talk about what God has done for me. I want to talk about what I have given. Because that's where the power is. The Mercedes Benz. I never sat in. I drove it. I went and gave it to him. Because what is going to come out of it will be more than what I have. So everybody can multiply his resources. That angel appeared to me when I honored a man of God. May today be that day when you are going to have a supernatural encounter that will change your marriage forever, that will change your business forever, that will alter your life forever. So, honoring your prophet is not for the benefit of the prophet. Paul said, Paul said, I have more and I abound. I'm not receiving this so that my account will increase, but for your own account to increase. So, when God wants to shift you level in life, he brings you a man of God to honor. And when you honor the man, the honor now bounces back to you. Now, Paul said, when I was in Thessalonica, you gave unto me once and again. That's the Philippian church. Once and again. 
And with this thing is done every year. Every year. So people can take advantage and be changing level. Be changing level. Be changing level. Be changing level. I've never honored my prophet with the same seed. At least an increase of $5,000 every year. Even that one, I'm not happy with it. Because others are giving it to the millions. And any time I do, I see my level changing. I see my level changing. I see my level changing. It is a key. It said, your lifting in life is connected to the honor you give to your prophet. Lift your hands to the Lord. I don't know what you are going through. But today's service can tell you that.